Hi, this is Charlie Bronner. Hey, and welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Bohoviak. After the nine-day gun season. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been two weeks since we dropped one of these. Since we recorded one of these. Yeah, we got a lot of catching up to do here, pal. Yeah, we do. Um, we were just saying before we turned the recorder on, actually, that uh, we had every intention of recording something during uh, opening weekend, actually. And then I'll just say, like, mine, I sort of naively and foolishly thought that, oh, by the time Sunday rolls around, my kid will have a buck down and I'll be able to just sit in my stand and call Jeff and bullshit with him for 15, 20 minutes in the middle of Sunday afternoon. And it turned into a pretty serious hunt that day. So I never got a hold of Jeff. Yeah, I apologize. I was waiting. I uh, wasn't seeing shit anyways. I was really looking forward to it and it never came through. Well, you know, your phone also worked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And actually, that um, that opening weekend Sunday afternoon, the final hour of it, we saw eight deer in the final hour, but nothing. My son had his crosshairs on a doe for about one second, and then she ran off, and he realized he maybe didn't want that doe as badly as he thought he did. Yeah, my story is, I mean, I, I seen a ton of deer opening day and Sunday, and it was like literally nothing the rest of the week. You know, I'm seeing all these doors. Like, I'll wait till the second weekend to shoot one, you know, because I, I wanted to fill the freezer up. So I passed. I'm just waiting because there's some big ones running around. And sure as shit, nothing came the rest of the week. It was a really bad year for me. Yeah, we had a, a our entire camp in general. I, I can't remember an opening weekend as quiet as, well, opening week. I mean, because I heard back from them. Nobody, basically, my cousin shot a buck on... Sunday morning of opening weekend, and that was literally the only deer shot all a weekend from our or all week from our camp in nine days. Um, most of the people leave by Monday, and it's just a couple of people left at the property for the rest of the hunting season. But yeah, one deer, and and actually, I had that same deer go by my stand not ten minutes before, uh, not ten minutes before she shot it. But we never got a clean look at it. It never got closer than about a hundred yards through a bunch of woods. So, well, apparently um, we suck at hunting because everybody else seemed to have success. I was going to say we have a long list of, of deer to catch up. You want to get right into that? Do you have any other uh, anything else to share? No, not too much. Just uh, same. We had fun going to camps and stuff like that. I mean, I I kind of take some time off and go myself up to the cabin, went up and did that. Um, I saw a bunch of deer up there. I shouldn't say I didn't see deer the rest of the week, but nothing to really put the crosshairs on. Right. Uh, just enjoyed my time up north for a couple of days. Went to my lease in Coleman. Sat there for with some buddies and had a good time doing that. We had fun. Don't get me wrong. We just the deer weren't moving like we thought. Yeah, so. that's what we had. We had a lot of people come. This you know, people obviously uh, COVID year was a down year. A lot of people stayed away. Mm-hmm. And and even last year, for whatever reason, it was just a bad year for a few people. And and this year, my brother came back for the first time in nine years because he just moved back to the Midwest and. Um, and and my brother-in-law Brett Hornseth, who is an estimator here, works right next to you. Obviously, mm-hmm. he um, he was back this year because his son didn't have a basketball game, and uh, and a couple other people came with my buddy Tyson, who had not been able to come. Like a really fun group this year. I'm glad my son got to see all of those guys at Deer Camp, and that was kind of the highlight of it for me. Actually, was my son on the drive home saying, "I didn't know those guys were so much fun," you know, like. His yeah. dad's friends. He doesn't mm-hmm. know. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, 
that that to me was the highlight. That and well, actually, I don't know if I want to get into this at all, but I'll just say like the when I remember this deer season, it's going to be the year my backpack got stolen. Yeah, whatever so, happened with that? Tell, why don't you tell that quick story? That is heartbreaking. I I still almost can't believe it's true, so I'm hesitant to to tell this. I don't know a hundred percent that it's true yet, but um. We, we Airbnb a cabin basically opening weekend and me and my son were the last ones out hunting on Monday morning. So we were the last ones to leave the house. So I know that like one of my uncles or, or one of my friends or cousins didn't grab my backpack. Um, my son and I loaded up the truck and, and I'm sure the backpack was the last thing that I put in because I can remember thinking if I close the tailgate, I'm going to close the straps in it. I got to push the straps from the backpack back in. And, uh, and we drove home and my son and I unloaded the truck and I didn't think about it for a a day or two because we both unloaded the truck. Right. I I didn't like have a checklist as we were pulling things off the truck. So I I didn't even think about it. But when I went to go through my stuff, eventually I'm like, where the hell is my backpack? And, um, and sort of process of elimination. We knew it wasn't at the cabin because the, the people that went through and cleaned it, looked for it for us and didn't find it. I know it's not at the property. I know I took it from the property anyway, but there were people there who would have seen it. And uh, and it's not at my house. I looked all over the pipe. I literally woke up in the middle of the night one night like, oh, maybe my backpack is here and, and like ran to that spot and it wasn't there. Um, and I've like scoured my garage and my basement and, and even me and my son's bedrooms since to see if it was there. Uh, we only made one stop. And it was at a, a gas station in Barron, Wisconsin, and it was very busy there at that time. And I've just, I don't know if somebody got. Do you ever call that gas station? I've, I'm waiting to hear back. So the camera, security camera. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know what they're going to do about it, even if they find it, but at least I would know, okay, that's what happened. Cause there's still a part of me that's like, nope, it has to be somewhere else. Who would steal it out of the back of a truck? Well, uh, you know, yeah, you're hoping like the Airbnb personal call or something. Or... Yeah. Oh, we found it. Yeah. It, you left it laying on the back patio or something well, like that. that. Like the stuff you told me that what's in it, there's some stuff that can't be replaced. That's uh, I'm, stinks. I'm honestly, I, I have a hard time talking about it because yeah. it, it bothers me so much. But I'm not just like there's valuable stuff. There's binoculars in there and a nice pair of sunglasses and. Uh, my batteries for my Milwaukee, you know, uh, heated sweatshirt and stuff like that. But I also have a journal that I've been writing in for six years that my brother bought me. Uh, I have a really nice knife that my mom bought me. Um, yeah, stuff like that that is going to be hard to sentimental value. Yeah, like that stinks. Hopefully, it comes up. Can't be replaced that way. So. I, I sure hope I have. I, I mean, I don't want to have to replace all that stuff in the next year, but also. Because actually, I wanted to spend some money on learning how to bow hunt this next year, but instead, that money might be going toward new binoculars and mm-hmm. and a backpack that also has just the backpack itself that I use all the time. So, yeah. well, hopefully, it comes up, man. Yeah, that's this is the year my backpack got stolen. That's not what I was hoping for going into it, obviously. So, fuck that story. Let's move on to something else. Sure. Uh, we had a lot of people have much better, much more successful seasons than we did actually. And so what I did last night was go through the list and, 
and I see you got it pulled up too. And we're just going to go one by one through some of these deer that got taken down and uh, get some thoughts on each one of them. Maybe a little rapid fire. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we last left off, we had, and I'm going to mess his name up one way or another. I'm sorry. I don't know him. I'm going with Luke Dubois. Luke Dubois. Like, du- du- Dubois du- formal wear. Well, I know some Dubois du- du- up, up in the Door County region. Okay. And they pronounce it Dubois. Okay. Dubois. No yeah. S. See, no I screwed S. it up both yeah, ways. Yeah, silent. Yeah. I'm going with Dubois. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luke seemed pretty excited. Um, if you don't know Luke, he has a third-year plumbing apprentice at a local 400. Um, what is his story here? He got it on public land, which is cool. A lot of public land bucks this year. It's kind of cool to see. Yeah, that's really cool. It seems like a lot of us can't afford their, our own property, just like me. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it's, it's challenging hunting on public land. There's a lot of dudes out there that you could compete with, and deer are smarter. You know, they got training. Yeah. Human scent all over the place, so. No, congrats, Luke. That's a that's a cool buck. I, the thing I liked about his story was that he he had it. I don't know how many times you've been sitting in your stand the last day and been like, "Oh, that's it. I didn't yeah. get one." He the last day before gun hunt season, his last hunt, he got one. That's mm-hmm. last minute thing. A lot that's of guys cool. don't even go that day; they stay out of the woods. And he he went and got one, so that's pretty cool. Ten yard shot, ran right about sixty yards. Said it should have been a seven point, but he busted three tines off, clean off part of his main beam. Say broken so tines. A, that's the other. Fighter. Yeah, nice, nice buck, Luke. Congratulations. Uh, next one I got is Dave Vaughn. Yep, Dave Vaughn. And Dave Vaughn is a plumbing foreman, local four hundred again. He is the, currently running that Green Bay prison project that we're doing. So take a look at uh, if go to tgbuckpool.com. And take a look at Dave's buck because the note that I have here is that the buck looks like it's smiling in the picture. It does. It's smiling as big as Dave is in the picture. (laughs) It really does. Pretty funny. My other thought is that that buck has too nice a rack for those those little nubby brow tines. I'm surprised. I know. uh, Actually, it's a really nice buck. Yeah. It is. I don't know if it's young or not, but there's hardly any brow tines on it. But that's a dandy buck. But at least he was nice enough to smile for the picture. Yeah. Uh, Kip Zillish, next. Kip, an account manager in the DePere office. Yeah. Uh, he didn't give us many details, but what's that? I, I, he didn't give me much of a story, but I, I'm assuming he got this in Wisconsin. I, I don't know. Give me information. Yeah, yeah it's a nice buck. I, not mean, a, I was going to say nice buck. That's really the only note I had. Not much detail. Nice buck. I know he. I know he had, goes up to the UP quite a bit, so it could be a Michigan buck too. So I'll, I'll try to find out. I'll get on the case. Congratulations, Kip. Next one, not surprisingly to anybody who's been following this pool for a few years, Sean Thomas. Yeah, Sean strikes again. Um, my first off, my initial thought. I can see the picture right there again. Go to tgbuckpool.com and look at some of these pictures. It looks to me like he's squatting over a head mount. It does. And I'm wondering if it really is. He's kind of painted his mouth, put yeah. some right on it. Put a little fake blood on the mouth and some squatted snow. over a head mount that he already had. <laughs> yeah. Where's the back half of that buck? <laughs> um, I, my other thought that I put down here is I, I don't want to say only because this is a, it's a great buck, but I can't believe that buck only scored a 120. I, I feel like that's – I'm well, terrible Sean, at gauging by looking well, at these. If you look at it, I mean – 
the brow tines, he's maybe got yep. two inches there. So he's missing, you know, eight, ten inches there, you know. And what is it? One, two, three, four. So the four, one, two, three. It's like a seven pointer with missing brow tines. I mean, you know what I mean? So it's like, and Sean knows enough. He he's scored a bunch of them with me and stuff. He knows well how to do it. He just wanted to see where it would come in. He said he came in over 120. So it's not in contention or anything like that, but it's still a dandy. Yeah, it's dandy a great buck. Buck. It's probably the biggest one he had there this year. So yeah, no, he told us a couple weeks story, ago he, he didn't have many. Around, so it must have came from somewhere. Yeah, it's a shooter in my book. Super graphic gut pile in the background also. Yummy. Yeah. Sean awesome buck, Sean. Well done. The next one is, uh, this was my holy shit buck. This is yeah. uh, Josh Andrews. Every year we have one, and this is the one. He's up there. That is a giant. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, yeah, Josh is a, it's a pretty quiet guy when it comes to deer hunting and stuff. But like this, I didn't realize how 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 big into it he's getting now. Um, he's kind of like Rob Yeager's story, if you've been following Rob. He went up and bought some property up in Marinette County, and he's been doing all the food plots and trying to grow it. And it's starting to pay off. I mean, these guys, it's pretty cool stories. This thing is an absolute giant. Um, he put tape to his G2s, and one was 14 and one was 13. And I've scored a lot of deer. I've never had one over 12, and he's got two of them. Yeah, that's... It's pretty neat. If, Like you said, if this thing had anything with the brow tines, this yeah. would be the all-time biggest buck that, that that's... has ever been shot. In okay, that's what I wanted cool. to ask you. I looked at that buck and thought, if that had brow tines, he, he takes yeah. over number one in the... Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's stickers all over the place, so it kind of makes up for the brow tine a little bit. But, I mean, if it had five, six-inch brow tines like a lot of these big ones do, man, that's you put another 12 inches on that thing. Yeah, yeah this scored, looks his, like an elk. His taxidermist uh, put some tape to it. Don't know. I mean, all these scores are unofficial, by the way. I'm going to put my own hands in them. I'm going to physically score all of them myself to keep it more fair. But he, his taxidermist came in at, what the hell was the score, 149 and change and 5.8, something like that. So he's almost breaking the 150 mark. He's only had two or three bucks in the history of this pool break 150. So, yeah. Uh, ama- uh, congratulations, Josh. Amazing buck. Yeah, it sounded like he uh, took a crack at it. He hit it the first time. He kept running. His heart sank, and the deer stopped and turned, and he put, pulled the trigger and dropped it. So, actually, ran 50 yards after he shot the second time, then he saw it go down. And that is, tell you what, that is the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Not while it's happening, but when it falls. When you think you missed on the first shot, that's... Yeah, the thing, the funny thing was he was going to shoot an eight-pointer before this one. So he put his scope up, saw a doe running through a field. A nice eight was chasing this doe, and he was just going to shoot at that thing. In the background, he saw this thing running after him. It's just crazy. Such a cool story. Check that's... out these picks on there. The, his more... neighbor sent him the velvet picks, and the one with the, the, two, the three deer in the one picture... I mean, this deer looks like it's twice the size of all these other ones. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it looks like it's a different species of animal. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh sounds like he had more excitement in that couple minutes than I had the entire like six days I sat in a deer stand this year. Because oh yeah, that yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um. Next up, Todd Nicholas. I yeah. love this story that he just didn't. Yeah, I this one isn't going to win, so I'm not going to send hand, it. Handing out these hand warmers and stuff that the tweaker was graciously gave us. And uh, hey, Todd, how's your season been going? He's like, oh, I got a decent, decent one during the bowl. He's like, show me that to see the pick. I looked at it. I was like, what the hell? Why won't you sign? That's that's a damn nice buck. 
I mean, I don't think it's going to break the top three, but you never know. I mean, it could. I, I have no idea. You don't know unless you put the tape on it. I mean, it looks like any other deer that's placed in the top three. I would say it looks like a lot of it. It looks like ten other deer that guys have gotten, but it's it's one of the better ones. Yeah. So I I think we should score it. I you don't know unless you put tape on. It. Unless he did kind of he knows how to do it. But yeah. What is our what what is our top three? Let's look quick. I've got it right here, actually. Yep. Our top three. Our top three right now: Josh Andrews. All of these, like you said, unofficial. Josh in first, one forty-nine and five eighths. Uh, Justin Beck, Bull Buck in second, one hundred and forty-one, and I couldn't tell there was yeah. something missing in the. Yeah. There was a typo. Probably my bad. One hundred and forty-one inches. We'll say, and Mike Weinfarter's uh, Bull Buck in third with one hundred and thirty-nine and eighth. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's going to take a really big buck to get in the top three, but I mean, that's, I feel like that's worthy of scoring. That's all I can say. Right. So there's a lot of them here that are worthy of scoring. The next one, um, which uh, another one I look at and I'm kind of surprised that uh, this didn't make the top three, Mike Brugging uh, gun season buck that Mm -hmm. nice, beautiful 10 pointer, 16 and a half inch spread. That looks like the kind of buck that you see in like uh, field and stream yeah, pictures. It, like it a, it's a perfect. Yeah, he was hunting out by the Medford area. Um, he got on a deer drive. Um, you look at it; it's a nice, perfect, perfect ten pointer. Uh, but he put tape to it. I know Mike enough to know that he knows what he's doing. You know, he put tape and he got 131. So it's you know you never know unless you put the tape on it. So I don't know if it's the main beams weren't the longest or the tine. I mean the tines look long. Route times look long. My my other thought looking at this picture, Mike, if you listen to this or if somebody know like I think he listens. talks to Mike a lot and tell him I want to know more about his gun. I love that gun. I'm wondering if that's a Benelli rifle. I don't I can't tell. Based on the look of it. I, I I like the stainless on it. I can't tell. It looks like it might be Benelli. Yeah, I want to know about that gun, Mike. If you're out there, shoot me an email. I guess I could email you too, but yeah. Beautiful buck, though. Congrats, yeah. Mike. Great, yeah, you know, great Mike's buck. one of those big, one of those giant shooters. You know, so he wasn't too thrilled about this. I mean, this is a buck of a lifetime for ninety percent of the population. Yes, ninety-five percent. Yeah, know? yeah, that's a great buck, Mike. He wasn't too thrilled about that. Is that well? What? He goes after big ones. He's one of those giant killers. Respect. Yeah, uh, that that's. That would be the best buck I ever got. Uh, Jesse Van Lannen strikes again from the exact same spot. He is having a hell of a year. He was happier than shit when he like, called me even. Sit in the same damn stand. A couple days, like a week later, he's got this one comes through. Looks like they're twins, except he got the bigger twin and gun. So this one's definitely worth it scoring. I, I'm not sure what the points are, but it looks like a real heavy rack. That's a, That's what I have down in the notes. That's mm-hmm. a big heavy rack on that deer. Yep. If you don't know Jesse, he's an account manager out of De Pere here. He's an industrial guy. Does a lot of stuff in the paper mills and whatnot. But, yeah, he's having a hell of a year. He's been pretty quiet here since this buck pool started, and he's finally putting some on the board here. Jesse puts a lot of time into it, too. Yeah. It's a nice buck, Jesse. Yeah, I know. Jesse goes, or used to, I'm not sure if he still does, but goes on a, like a traveling, goes out of state somewhere with a group um, of guys. I don't know if they did the Canada thing. He was going up to Saskatchewan yeah. with some buddies. He's got a buddy up there that he fishes with, actually. Jesse's a real big fisherman, too, by the way, if you want to talk fishing. Big bass guy. Did you know that? I did know that. They've won some pretty pretty good tournaments. 
Congratulations, yeah. Jesse. That's yeah, what an amazing season. That's two bucks of a lifetime, really, in one mm-hmm. year. Uh, John Burrish next. Gotta love the kids. Me too. That's it's that's my kids. favorite part of this story. <laughs> yeah, his group had a really good year too. I mean, his the guy that he hunts with up there had a real, real nice one. Paul Nellis. Yeah. He he told a story to me about his kid, and it was I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but basically the kid was like, "Shoot it, Dad! Shoot it!" And that's how my kid was a couple of years ago. Except the buck that John has has here is much nicer than the one that I got a couple of years ago. And well, yeah, it was one of those weird ones where the buck was like born right on different property lines and shit, and that's why he wasn't shooting. That's what's harder now. I mean, back in the day when I was growing up, everybody just you no know, was real friendly. Yeah, go get it. But deer hunting's getting to be real territorial now. I've Tell noticed. me about it. It's crazy. I Don't swear. Foot on my land. I swear the people to the south of us put. They had a new stand up this year, and they shot several times. And I swear they're on my aunt and uncle's property. Yeah, they're that close. So yeah, they definitely got some. There was on Sunday morning. My son was watching a deer, and he's the part of the reason we didn't shoot at that buck I was talking about is because um, he had his eyes on another deer. He couldn't tell, but he thought it looked big, and. Uh, so we sat there waiting, and not two minutes later, we heard shooting from that other stand to the mm-hmm. south of us, and we're like, that deer definitely went to the south and yeah. got shot. Yeah, for everybody who doesn't know John, uh, John's an old buddy of mine uh, back in the old Luxembourg Casco area, but he's a project <laughs> executive working for DePere office. He's currently running like Bellin, ASC, the Mulva, some pretty high-profile jobs here. So congrats, Johnny, on a, yeah. that's a great buck. Uh, Chad Heisey? Chad's got a nice one too. That's uh, it almost looks like a mule deer. My notes here say that's a big old buck, and it also it looks like it has a hair piece on. Yeah, it looks like one of those guys that has like an older guy that has gray hair. Yeah, he's got a black mat on top of his head. He's uh, he's <laughs> the uncle from Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's a great buck. I mean, it's a bull buck. He, got, I think he, I don't know when he got this. When did he get shoot this thing? The Wednesday before the gone opera. So I, I get it. He sent it in like a week later. By the way, all these deer we've seen so far with the small brow tines, this one maybe takes the brow tine title at least. It does. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty long. I say that one's probably pushing six inches there. Nice deer. I don't want to say only seven-pointer, but this is probably the bigger seven-pointer I've ever seen. I actually – I don't think it'll score that well, but it's just a big seven-pointer. I put in my notes – this looks like a contender, but it's only a seven-pointer question mark. Like, that looks so much bigger. I couldn't believe I was like, wait, seven? That's it? That- yeah. I'm getting decent at just kind of looking at a rack like that and just kind of guessing what it scores. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it's like 120-ish. Maybe 115, you know, 115 to 120, I'm guessing. It's because it's hard to tell because I don't know how long the main beam links are. That, like, his, the deer's right one doesn't seem very long. That's why. But it's just a gnarly looking rack. That's, that would look cool on the wall if he's going to head yeah. that thing. And it looks like he's got a nice Matthews bow there. Yeah, yeah Chad's, Chad's a pretty big hunter too, so he's pretty excited. And he's, this uh, was yeah, bow season. I forgot yeah, to bow season. O'Connell County on private land. Um, looks like he put a good shot on him. November sixteenth. Yep. So Wednesday, before. Wednesday, Wednesday before. Yep. Another. Yeah, if you don't know Chad. He is. Uh, He's like in the food and beverage. He's a sheet metal guy working in the right sound shop. Big stainless. Congrats, Chad. 
another God, you see all these bucks at this point it sounds redundant nice buck they're all nice bucks mm-hmm. uh, uh speaking of greg wersba great story to this one yeah why don't um, you tell it you kind of told me about it he uh it's just sentimental it's he, a cool story. he texted me opening morning with these pictures and i was like did he shoot this thing at five in the morning he did not but he did shoot it at, he said 6 50 a.m opening day and he's not normally a gun hunter. He said he likes to take his bow out yep. most seasons. Me and Greg are kind of the same way that way. We're kind of <sighs> bow hunting purists like that. But when gun comes around, I, I don't really don't care about gun hunting, but I'll bring the rifle with just in case, you know. And Greg did this year, but what kind of rifle he, did he bring? He brought uh he brought a 30 odd six that his dad built. He bought it for what do you say, $25, I believe, from $24, $24 from Army Surplus. 61 years ago, his dad built this gun and his dad gave it to him shortly before gun season. So he decided I'm going to take it out and he shoots this awesome buck at 6:50 AM opening morning. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel bad because Greg is like doing the right thing. He brought his rack in to me. A lot of guys don't. I make, I make the trip and all that stuff. I like doing it, but Greg brought it into the office here. And I have this trophy tape shit that I have that I buy from like fleet farm. It's an orange roll. that has the inches on it. Just it's easier. If you ever scored a deer, it takes time to do it the right way with a cable and all that stuff. But they have this stuff called trophy tape. It's just a little roll of tape, you know, like masking tape that has the inches on it. So I'm doing this shit. And I must have had a bad roll. The whole pack was bad. I'm trying to score this thing. That tape kept ripping. I just kind of threw it away. And so he's going to bring it into the taxidermist, get the rack back, and we'll score it in the office here. Maybe we'll get a room and get everybody in it. It'd be kind of cool for everybody to see how one scored. And I'm not an official scorer, by the way, just so everybody knows that. I'm. It takes a lot to be a got to be in the good old boys club to get in the, to be an official scorer, but I know how to do it for the most part. And I just figured running a buck pool, it's cooler to see what the actual deer would kind of score. I'm not official, but it's I, better than the spread and points. That's I, what I love. I'm thinking we have a podcast now. We have a little bit of reach here. We have at least, we have dozens of listeners. Yeah, dozens. <laughs> Let's start uh, online hashtag make, <laughs> make Jeff official. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoy doing it. It's just, uh, I think it's one of those things like kind of like with that being a hawk falconer guy, you got to be apprentice and stuff. I think for, I don't know, you just you got to know people. I, I guess. think you've been serving a six year apprenticeship, yeah. measuring all the bucks for this thing. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty close, you know, because the guys will get them officially scored. I'm within, you know, less than an inch usually in everybody's rack. But, but anyways, I started measuring his his inside spread was 18 and three eighths. And the one main beam was almost exactly 20 inches, so it's then it, then my tape kept ripping. I just couldn't get it to score. So it's it's going to be pushing the just because it's a nice 10 pointer and the tines are pretty long. It's going to be pushing to 140 mark. I'm going to guess 140 to 145. Just I, by looking at it, so I hope I'm nice there when you measure it. it. It's bigger up in person and then than in this picture. Yeah, a real nice buck. I don't Great know. There are some safe. pictures that. It looks pretty big to me. It, it is. Congrats, Wurz, friend of the podcast, account manager here in the peer office. Yep. Uh, Andy Getz next. Andy Getz. Uh, what I liked about Andy Getz's story is he also shot a doe earlier in the season. His daughters are involved in his deer hunting, which my daughters wouldn't come within 200 miles of me <laughs> deer hunting. So... That's uh, it, it's a nice buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, his daughter came out and helped him track it. Uh, it looks like the weather wasn't too cold on the day that uh, no, 
it was pretty nice this hunting season. It was See, almost, I thought opening weekend was as cold. As... I mean, it was cold, but then the rest of the week was okay. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, the uh, wind gusts like thirty miles an hour opening day, and it was fifteen degrees. Like that was that was a rough one to sit yeah, through. I give my I give my kid credit. I wouldn't have done that when yeah. I was thirteen. Oh, look at a nice nine pointer on Thanksgiving morning. Sat through fog, and out of the fog emerges this nine pointer. And Andy pulls the trigger. Andy gets account manager, Central Wisconsin office. Yep. Congrats, congrats, Andy. Congrats, Andy. Another nice buck, Austin Martinson gun buck. This, uh, I love the character in this buck's rack. I also said it looks like it's been mud wrestling. Yeah, that's a dirty buck. I took a big digger one. Uh, so you must have over. fell straight into a mud pit. Yeah, I don't know Austin. I and the reason probably because he's a design intern. One of the young bucks working at Tweet Garrett right now in the Wrightstown <laughs> Manufacturing Facility. He's probably helping out the, the Rod Joneses of the world. Those guys do an awesome job over there. Some of the shit those guys make over there. Yeah, that's this one is quietly could make it. Look at how long that G2 is I, on, that, on that buck's right side. I thought the same thing, but again, I'm done talking about which bucks are contenders because every time I think one is, yeah. it measures 120. If you have any feeling you might be in that top three, make sure you guys call, contact me. And yep. I, I found out, I know in the rules, I said try to contact one on an official score. I didn't realize that these guys aren't as go-lucky to go score all these deer just for the hell of it. I mean, a lot of these guys don't want to do it unless you're going to put it in the books. I That's what I've been hearing from some of the guys. They're trying to. Okay. And that's why. So make sure you contact me. I either bring it to your shop. I can meet you anywhere. And we'll we'll do it in the back of the truck or whatever, but preferably inside of a building. Where we can have some beers or something at night, but that's <laughs> that's what makes it fun. Get to know you a little bit. So, congrats, Austin. Last one I got on the list: Adam Baumgart, Gun Buck. Yeah, when did he get this thing? Opening morning. Opening morning. Here's my opening morning Gun Buck. I shot seventy. It all started out with a doe hanging around my food plot, so I'm sneaking in front. So I grabbed the trusty two seventy, which is my only rifle. Hired a shot, he ran 50 yards and crashed into a small grove of young pine trees. Thanks for putting me in the contest. Still hoping to bag one with the bow, and so am I. Congrats, <laughs> Adam. Yeah, Adam's a, he's a sheet metal apprentice out of Local 18. Cool buck. Bill Freezer up. Heck yeah. Congratulations, yep. Adam. So that catches us up. It does. We're caught up. So standing update. 31 bucks down as of what's today, December 2nd. So 31 bucks down, 24 at this time last year. So we're not as far ahead, I feel like, as we were at one point. Yeah, last year we had a bigger jump during the gun season. There was more bucks taken, but yeah, overall though. But after hearing that Todd Nicholas story, I wonder how many other people might have gotten some and just didn't even. Right. That could have very well happened too. I mean, there's a lot of us or a lot of guys like that that. Why put it in there? You if know, it's not they don't a contender, want to picture on something, and if it's not in it, you know, right? And I get it. So we like the stories. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me and you. Yeah, hopefully the muzzleloader guys get to break out the muzzleloaders. I meant to look at that. Uh, how long does muzzleloader season last? I think it's just another extra the following weekend, so Sunday. Okay, so it's. I'm pretty sure. 
It's still going on until still this going Sunday? On, yep. Okay. But it, like this time of year, I mean, when the hell do you get out during the week if you're working? I mean, you have no time. Right. It's dark and dark by the time you get home. So I'm going to try to get out. My daughter's got stuff on Saturday, basketball stuff. And I was thinking maybe today if I got off early and shit, but I don't know. I'm not even, I didn't even get the thing out yet. I didn't even shoot it. But then Sunday, I'll maybe try to get out Sunday. And then if not, I'll just go archery. But bow season's back open, right? Yeah, you can go. You can go with the bow. You just gotta wear orange, right? Obviously, because of the muzzle order. So, so we we hit on it before. Josh Andrews in in first place now, but by a pretty wide margin, actually, mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh, Justin Beck, awesome buck, uh, from his bow season in second place. And did you hear anything from him in gun season? Um, he did send me a picture of his kid. I, I was gonna put it on here, and I forgot all about it. Now that you bring it up, I mean. I got bombarded throughout the season. I don't have my computer and shit to try to update this right. as I'm going, so I'm trying to remember. So if you guys do follow this stuff, and I don't have your stuff on there, it's not on purpose. I maybe just forgot. But his kid got got another nice one. So I was going to say, I'll put that on there, damn it. I'll always kind of waiting for uh, what, what Justin's going to get because yeah. no, always going to be a contender. One. Yeah. So. And uh, Mike Weinford are also clearly always a contender mm-hmm. sitting in third place right now. So here's my, we were already pretty long actually, but here's my one question that I had going into this for, for my, uh, bow hunting counterpart here. What are your hopes for the next month, month and what is it? Five weeks left? Like, do you, how do you feel going into this time of year? If, is your buck still out there? Do you feel like you still got a pretty good shot? I know the three target bucks I was going after right around my my house, which is by the Luxembourg area, I, I think are gone. The big 12 is gone. The neighbor got them on a drive. Um, there was another one that was gone. I'm pretty sure that's the one uh, up the road, another one. But the, the, the real, real big one, I think, that I saw, I was telling you guys about the giant. Mm-hmm. He's gone. The neighbor found him on his property dead. Somebody must have wounded him or couldn't wow. find it. Wow. It, it was 160. It's a 160. Maybe I can put that on here. I don't even know who got it. I don't know anything about it. They found it on the second weekend of gun hunting. That's this property. heartbreaking. Yeah. It's huge. So I don't know how nobody heard about that, how that didn't get around, that the big one got hit. So last, yeah, it's unfortunate. Last we saw our big guy, R. Kelly, we know he survived opening weekend. Really? He's still alive. He was actually on camera on Monday morning after opening weekend, like an hour before I was out, he was on one of the cameras. No kidding. Yeah, four thirty in the That's morning. Amazing. How they can survive that? It sounds like it's like by by me. It's like there's orange everywhere. These deer must just mm-hmm. lay there and just watch everybody. Yeah, it's, just lay there. I we took our cameras down actually, so uh, to to bring home this time because they. God, they really take a beating over the winter. So mm-hmm. we were like, let's do, when we leave, let's just bring them home this time. And we're going to make a trip out there in the spring to kind of potentially put up a couple more stands and, and hang our cameras back up. So I don't know. I haven't been able to see since, but he was, he made, he survived opening weekend. So yeah. maybe I should get out there with the crossbow. And yeah. Yeah. So, but up north of the cabin, I'm pretty sure that big one up there is still running around or laying around. Who knows? And then the one in Coleman, I don't know. We haven't got him on picture, on camera. But I haven't heard anybody getting that thing. That's the one that could win this thing. That's the one I'm after. But I, it was really dead up there when, when we went. So, but yeah, so there's still reason for me to go. So 
I got to tell you, when when I was sitting in that stand thinking, if if R. Kelly comes by, how am I gonna like bribe my son into letting me shoot it so that I can enter it into the buck pool? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll split the winnings with you, Andy, if I win anything, because because yeah, that of course that's, that's, that's you're dreaming one. at that oh. point. But I'm like, if that buck buck walks through, it's gonna be real hard for me to be like, yeah, go ahead, Andy. Yeah, this could win me a thousand dollars, but go ahead and shoot it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, it never came to that. <laughs> so. Uh, raffle prize for this week. Is this news to you? Did you? I, I did this drawing myself. I didn't so. uh, see it. Actually, you drew, you drew all of them. Like, yeah, it's another reminder. Nine day gun season. We did a prize every every day. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys don't really follow the podcast or the, even the website. So I'll constantly get the reminder. I'll go check that website. There's a lot of prizes we got to get claimed yet. So uh, though they're completely up to date on the website, except for this one. I I don't yeah. want to put it on before. Uh, mm-hmm. I usually like to put them up Friday morning. Uh, but this is uh, from Bill Silitz of Silitz Trucking, which I believe Brian yep. works here. Is that a relation? I think it's relation. Uh, $250 Cabela gift cards. So we have two winners. And this week they are Mike Augustine and Jesse Van Lannan. Awesome. Congrats, guys. Just the season keeps rolling for Jesse. Yeah. He should get a muzzle loader out this weekend and shoot another giant buck. He, he can't. He got one with a gun already. Oh, shit. And he got one with a bull. Well, I've got a tag. He could. Yeah, he could. my tag. <laughs> I'll go sit with him. <laughs> I guess there's another big one running around where he's at. So I should go shake his hand. By the way, those deer he got were on public land, too. So there's a lot of public land buckshot this year. I'm going to go Pretty shake cool. Jesse's hand, get some of that karma, and I'll go out muzzleloader weekend. And That's one thing with Jesse. It seems like he's got that. He's got the, what do you call it, the, the Gavorka from <laughs> Seinfeld. That's right. The Kavorka. He's got that. Once he gets rolling, it's uh, it just everything seems to happen for him. He's just one of the lucky. Is he walking around with the garlic on the necklace yeah. or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, congratulations, so Mike. Uh, estimator here uh, in De Pere and Jesse. What we said before, yeah, yeah. account manager, like successful before, deer hunter. Check, uh, check, keep checking these uh, the, the website for the the winners of the nine day gun season and every week. If you didn't get your hand warmer, get a hold of me. I only have like six, seven left, so there's a couple of you guys. I'll try to reach out to you. Some of you guys, I don't even know who you are, but it, your names are on there. You don't have them, so get a hold of me. Maybe we can have that. We're going to be struggling for uh, content from this point on, I yeah. feel like, so yep. maybe we'll bring that list next week and start calling people out by name. We should have some more, uh, what do you call it, guests come in. We'll yeah, more for stories. sure. We got definitely got to head to Wurzbiz again. Yep. And uh, and it occurred to me this morning that because of our recording time, um, Casey doesn't get to join us as much as I'd like. So we got to get Casey back in here. Yep. All right. With that, congratulations to that long list of people that we just went through on uh, on a successful season. And Jeff, good luck to you. Yep. You too. Moving Stay forward tuned for the updated scores too. So hopefully this next week stuff will happen. Yeah, and thank you guys for listening. Remember, go to tgbuckpool.com. That's where all of this information is. Check out those pictures. Uh, Congratulate your fellow hunters, and we'll be back next week. See you guys. See ya.